Welcome to the first episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident masshole, Ian Cusick, joined by my good friend, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. This is a new podcast idea we've kind of been having for a while, and me being a Boston sports guy and Bryce being a, a New York sports guy, we figured this would be kind of a fun idea for something we can do. We're going to be talking uh, sports, we're going to be talking current events, and pretty much just whatever we feel like talking about. I'm uh, I'm Bryce, the New Yorker. I was referred to as, and uh, I'll be the the realistic and reasoning voice in this uh, in this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ian uh, Ian's not the brightest, so uh, I'll help him out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, with the sports, I feel like sports has been a really great topic for people to talk about in 2018, especially with how everything is in this world. I just feel like if there's one thing that people can really get together about, it's a good game of some sort of sport. Baseball, football, basketball, something along the lines of that. So I feel like even in this time where there's a lot of political divide and shit like that, I think if there's one thing that can really unite us as a country, it's sports. So to start things off with one of the most uh, divisive things in sports is the rivalry of Red Sox-Yankees. And we're going to talk MLB playoffs in general because, you know, it's August 16th at the time of recording this. And MLB playoff season, it's coming around the corner. You know, there are some uh, hot teams, some not-so-hot teams, and a lot of teams that are either on the brink of making playoffs or the brink of just missing it completely. So we're going to talk We're gonna talk uh, MLB playoffs to start this off. Um, I think we should start with the AL, because the NL is a little more wild. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the AL is a little more uh, I think when it comes to the AL, I think most of the divisions, like the winners are set. Because, like, the East, I don't think the Yankees will catch the Sox, as tough as that is for me to say. Um, I don't think nobody in the Central is good enough to even touch the Indians. And nobody in the West. Well, the West is interesting. I don't know about the AL West, because it's just, it's wild out there right now. I agree. I agree. The AL East is pretty much all but locked up for the Red Sox. I believe the magic number for the Red Sox is, like, 31 right now, which is just absurd for being in mid-August. And the AL Central has just been very disappointing this season. Uh, The Indians have been the top top dogs since the beginning of the year, and no one's really put much of a fight about that. But the AL West has been very interesting this season. Uh, Houston, Oakland, and Seattle are all within, like, three games of each other. The problem is, though, with Houston, I just... They're all hurt, so it's not like they're out of it. It's just people need to be healthy again. Yeah, well, that's true for just about any team. Yeah, but I just feel like the West, realistically, I just don't see Houston losing, but it could happen. Yeah, I agree. I think Houston is going to take it, but I think it's going to come down to, like, the last series of the season to decide that. Because if it seems like Oakland... I mean, it is, it is that close. Oakland's been, one, Oakland's been, like, the second hottest team in baseball right now. Yeah, and, it's, it's true. You know, they've shown that they can put up a fight against the Red Sox. Like they're what, two and four against or four and two against the Red Sox yeah, this season? I would I would love to bring up that the Red Sox got no hit by the Oakland Athletics. You're not that, wrong. That, I'm that not gonna happen. deny that because that'd be factually that incorrect of me to say so. Yeah, Sean Manaya threw a gem of an outing. I'm gonna applaud Sean Manaya whenever he does something like that against anybody because he he was he, he yeah, no he hitters are not easy, especially against the Red Sox. So. The best offense in baseball got no hit by Sean Manaya. You know, I'll, hats off to him. He's actually he had two gems against the Red Sox. He had one against o- or one in Oakland, which was the no hitter, and then a couple weeks later he came to Boston and just shut down the Red Sox. So would you consider him the father of Boston right now? Would I consider him the father of Boston right now? Um, 
I, I think he's definitely in the running to be Boston's father right now. Gary Sanchez was kind of there when it, when the Red Sox came uh, to New York back a while ago, but he's kind of fallen off. Yuki, uh, yeah, he's uh, not Gary this season. Disappointing, but, you know, it happens sometimes. Yeah, so... Uh, the okay. Kraken has been more <laughs> like the squid. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think Houston does win the division by like one or two games at most. But here's here's something else though, the wild card, because it's probably gonna be Yankees versus A's or Marin. That's what I, you know, what I would say. Yeah, barring a huge collapse by the Yankees, I think the Yankees have a wild card all but locked up at this point. Yeah, I mean, listen, like we're, our record is better than most teams in the AL. It's just Boston's on fire. And yeah. It's just, you know, one of those years. Yeah, that's um, just how it is. It's it's wild. in the AL. I could see um, the Yankees. I'd say I'd say maybe I don't know because I want to say Mariners, but the A's have been so good that it's just I don't know. I'd say Yankees A's right now because the A's are just scorching teams. If you asked me this question two weeks ago, I would oh, have said Yankees. I would have said Yankees Mariners. I would have said that easily. But the A's have won Without like, a, doubt. a crazy amount of games in that span, and they've just been playing lights-out baseball. I mean, I'm not going to count out the Mariners, because they did just sweep the the uh, Astros, so they're definitely not out of this. The hurt Astros, but... Yeah, the hurt yeah. Astros, but, you know, it, that's just injuries. That's, you know, you can't really do anything about that. I just don't know if the Mariners... It's really between the Mariners and A's. It's not really between, like... Um... Yankee. Well, it could be. It's really between Yankees A's and Mariners A's. Whoever, you know, could overtake each other. I don't see the Mariners overtaking the Yankees, and I don't see the A's really overtaking the Yankees, even though that really could happen. Maybe I just don't want to see that happen. Yeah, I wouldn't say. I would, but, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I would say that it's going to be Yankees A's probably to end the season, but it's definitely between. It's going to be two of those three teams because the next yeah. best team in this is actually Tampa Bay, believe it or not, and there are ten games back of a wild card spot. No, they're so no, they're not going to get a wild card spot again, barring they, a huge collapse. If, I mean, if, even they can get how they want. We're halfway to September. Like, if you're ten games back now, you may as well be a hundred games back right now. I mean, that's come September if you're down that much. You're not going to do anything. Yeah, that's that's, that's a fair truth. point. That's a fair point and all. Uh, I'm not going to say that they don't have a chance at it because I mean this is the same Rays team that was like 15 well, games a month ago or something like that. A month ago, if we were having this conversation, I'd probably say no, they're not out of it. But it's I think it's just too late in the air at this point. I I think it is a little too late, but I'm not going to rule out the possibility of it actually happening. It, it could happen. I don't think it's likely. I don't think anyone would reasonably say that it's likely that they can make a 10-game back comeback with a month, a month and a half no. left in the season. I just don't see it happening. No, I know we're getting, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but the Yankees will probably get a wild card spot. If you're Boone, who do you throw? Oh, that's a good question. Do you throw seven Because... Because Severino, Sevi has been unbelievably bad in his last couple starts. I believe uh, he's had seven starts since the All-Star break, and he's just been awful in all of them. I don't know about all of them, but he's, just he's not been good. 
All right, so I believe like the two the two names being thrown around are obviously Severino, who has the higher upside, or Tanaka, who's way more consistent. You know, honestly, I've if I'm Aaron Boone, this might be crazy, but I want to bring you back to last year. Last year, and our and our best pitcher in the playoffs last year was CC Sabathia. CC, all right. Are is it crazy enough to work? To throw CC in that wild card game, I think is, it depends. I think it depends on who the Yankees, who it is. I think it depends on who pitches in the re, in the Boston series. Because if the Yankees make a comeback with Judge returning to the lineup, they might be trying to fight for a division spot and try to maybe somehow knock well, the Red Sox into wild card. I, I that depends on how far it, it goes. I don't see it happening. I don't think our starting pitching is deep enough to make a comeback or make a World Series run. But I mean, you have seven more games against Boston. That's not that's not out of it. No, but Boston has to cool down, and they have no signs. They of don't necessarily down. have to cool down. They could just stay hot all throughout playoffs. They could murderers row everybody. But um, yeah, I I I think I think you know just yeah. in theory a best a, a fully rested pitching rotation for the wild card game. I think I start Tanaka because he's been Tanaka. consistently good. He's yeah, Tanaka just lost today. Yeah, he so lost I today, mean, but that was like his one bad start that I could think of in recent memory. I, you know, honestly, I don't know if I trust him enough yet. But J. A. Happ is not a bad idea either. Happ's definitely an option too. He hasn't been that bad. I mean, I don't even know. We don't even have five a five starting pitcher rotation. We really just have four, and then we throw somebody out there. But it's just I don't know who you throw in a wild card game. I really, I really don't. Because if Sevy doesn't, Sevy has time to heat back up. But if he doesn't heat back up, that's that's an ugly look. I, I don't know. That's your ace with fifteen wins, and he's starting to pitch like Sonny Gray. Yeah, that's an. Mm, that's definitely. Sunday grade of the bullpen should have happened uh, about two months ago. I'm gonna say the same the thing about Aaron Drew Boone. If you're listening, if you're listening, Sunny Gray should have been in the bullpen in June. <laughs> June. Yeah, Aaron Boone. If you're listening, we'd love to have you on the pod. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, yeah, I would love to have Aaron Boone. But <laughs> let me, let me, let me make my point clear. June. June. First, uh, first echo of the pod. Yeah. Yes. That's that. Mark that down. Eleven oh nine p.m. on August sixteenth. The first echo. First so milestone. We'll probably hear more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I so. mean, realistically, the Red Sox. I like if you're the Red Sox, you just pretty much have to keep doing what you're doing, right? I mean, you just have to win games. Yeah, just keep winning. You know, it's maybe throwing a couple cheeky losses to the A's and Mariners here and there on purpose. <laughs> If I were them, I would consider that. To be honest with you, try to try to knock the Yankees out, maybe. I mean that you know, I I'm not a fan of losing on purpose. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think tank. it's and it's not real. I'm going to bring this up in another point. Tanking is not real. Um, it's it's a theory. It's a theory. It is, and we can talk about this. And we can have a whole section about this if we want because it's not real. All right, but, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this. I want to hear this. Um, if you're the Astros, you're probably sweating, right? Like, 
you gotta get. It might force them to rush their guys back, and you never. And that's do that's that. not a good sign you either. Do, you do you do not want to do that. It's the really, Yankees are the Yankees are playing it smart with Judge, which I'm thankful for. They're I agree. I agree. Back. The team isn't completely dead without Judge. Like they can definitely yeah. still get by with like with guys like Stan, Andujar, Glybar, people like that. Too. I. We should be playing uh, Torres more than we do, but that's that's another time. All right, I think I want to go to the NL now. I, yeah, wanna, I just want to look the, a little more the mess, this season. the mess that that league is. It's unbelievable because a couple days ago, when we were talking about what we wanted to say, we were like, "Well, who really out of the NL has a chance at the crown?" And we were saying Dodgers. Yeah, and now they and that's the really now not there. that's really not the truth anymore because the Dodgers are in third place. They're behind, you know, teams that they really shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't and think I don't think the Dodgers even have a. If the season were to end today, the Dodgers wouldn't be in the playoffs. No, they would not be in the playoffs today. No. I think, honestly speaking. We didn't really talk about that in the AL, like the teams we thought we could win the World Series realistically, but we could do that in the NL and then go back. So, Cubs. I really think the Cubs, like the Cubs are just so good right now. And I know it's August, but it's starting to get to that point in the year where you can really pick out teams that can do it. Yeah. And I really think the Cubs can do it. Like I, people might get mad at me for saying this, but the Phillies and Braves—I don't see the Phillies or Braves going deep in October. No, do you? Not at all. No, no, no I don't, don't believe in them. They're too young. Atlanta and Philly both at least, are very talented. At least Atlanta, is very, especially is Atlanta. You know, you got Freddie Freeman, one of the best hitters in the National League. You got Okunia, one of the best young talents in baseball right now. I don't see a reason why the Atlanta Braves can't just put up a fight, but I don't think they're going to go all the way with it. No. I don't think. I do want to say before we go any further, throwing out Acuna was absolutely disgusting. Oh yeah, that was a complete bitch Bef- move. But uh... before before we move on, yeah. But um, I just don't see Atlanta going far in October. I think they're too young. The Phillies, no, no. I mean, what about the Phillies? Would you really like? No, I don't see the Phillies doing it. No, the Phillies. The again, Dodgers. I really do. Th- I really do believe the Dodgers can fight back and make the postseason. I mean, that's still close. Yeah, they're only a game and a half back of Arizona right now for first place. Only issue is yeah. you got the Rockies in there too. The and Rockies. the Rockies are hot too. The Rockies are another just, really good team. I really don't. I don't. The Rockies. I just. I don't see the Rockies and Diamondbacks. Do you? Like, do you think they can do that? I do actually. I I right now in my predictions, I do have the Dodgers missing the postseason. Again, this okay. is going to be like the AL West. It's going to come down to like the last few series of the season. Oh, it's absolutely! Be Every game right now. Every game crucial. matters for this, and I'm like I'm a firm believer in that. Every game matters in hindsight, whether it's game one, game 111 or 162. I'm yeah. a firm believer in. You know, just winning as many games as you can. Because you never know when, like, you know, you're going to be one game back and you're going to think, oh, we didn't take this one game against Tampa seriously and they shelled us. So maybe we should have taken that game a little more seriously and we wouldn't be in this position. Yeah, it's one game, man. One game. One game is the difference between winning the division and missing the, the postseason entirely. That's absolutely the truth. 
Um, the central. We talk about the central. Um, I don't know, really. It's still kind of close because the Cardinals have been really hot, but they're still in third place. I mean, Pittsburgh's fourth right now, and they were. Pittsburgh was super hot to start the year. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. You know, Pittsburgh won like what? 17 out of their first I mean, so were the Mets, like too, that? but, you know. Yeah, no, the Mets, too little, too late. Too little, too late. I mean, yeah. I just, the Cubs are probably just going to, you know, the Brewers, too. Because the Brewers and Cardinals are super close. I don't know, man. Like, who the hell are the wild cards going to be? That's because the Brewers and Cardinals are neck and neck. You get the Dodgers not in first place. The Nationals, I'm counting the Nationals out, and that might piss people off, but the Nationals, there's no way. The there, there's no way they make been... the postseason. And, you know, I feel bad for Bryce Harper because he's arguably Listen, one of the best right, talents right. in this generation, and he's being Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, I'm not saying he's, he's, not, he's obviously not a bad player, but he wants this huge deal, and his team's going to miss the postseason. Is that, is that really what we're doing? I mean, you know, Bryce Harper, he's on a non-playoff team right now, and he's batting, like, 240 or something like that. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't got, worth the deal he's he like, wants. He's, like, third in the National League in home runs. Yeah, but he ain't him that great. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Well, not to Bryce Harper's <laughs> standards, but... I, I mean, mean, we we're, you know, we're talking like this, like, you know, we could even make contact on an MLB oh, pitcher, no, I don't, but, I mean, <laughs> but still. We, I mean, we were talking a little earlier. I haven't, I haven't even picked up a baseball bat in about six years. <laughs> six years. Yeah, I'm, I'm 19 right now. I haven't, I haven't played baseball in an organized league since I was 13. So, like, I don't think we've even hit a batting cage since I stop playing little league so so if i had to pick teams that could really do it the only team i could really see winning the world series out of the out of the nl is the cubs i agree i think i, I would say dodgers walk. a couple days ago but the dodgers have really fallen off so it's like yeah i don't i don't they're on paper they are incredible don't get me wrong but when, it, when they go on the field they're just not what i expect yeah, um, the Dodgers bullpen is just bad. You know, yeah, you, you see, yeah. you see, like guys like Jared Carabas tweeting out every night. The Dodgers bullpen is just bad. Oh it my is. god, they are just they they just can't seem to they can't get it together. And Kershaw um, been hurt, and that sucks for them. It really does. Because he's always you know yeah. in the talks for the Cy Young. It, and that's another thing we could talk about too. The Cy Young. Oh I, yeah, really... Cy Young. That's gonna be a. Um, Anyways, the Dodgers. This team, this team is definitely underperforming for a team that sold the farm to get Manny Machado at the trade deadline. You would think that this team would be putting up Red Sox numbers right now, but they really aren't. I mean, they got Dozier too. Yeah, they did get Dozier. I completely forgot about that. So Dozier and Machado, and they're really not. They haven't really improved that much. I would say. I mean. The Dodgers are always the Dodgers, but it's like they're not, you know, they're just not them right now. And I think when you're when when it's this close and you're not playing like yourself, you're you're gonna miss out. 
yeah, that's definitely not something you want to be doing at this point in the season, especially when you're probably not going to be able to keep Manny Machado without going well over the luxury tracks threshold. Oh, yeah, they're going to have to give him the bank. They're either going to have to keep him. They're either going to have to trade him. They do have a lot of choices because Corey Seager is going to be back. That's and true, yeah. I think it's. I think they're either going to get rid of Dozier or Machado. One of the two are probably leaving. Or they get rid of Turner or Seager. Do you really want to get rid of Turner or Seager, though? Turner? I mean, from if you put Machado at third, I don't think that's that bad. Because Machado's way better than Justin Turner. I agree, but it's, it's, like a, it's like a proportion. You either get like really good for a good enough price with Turner, or do you want generational talent for generational talent money. Mm. That's the I thing. guess that's, that's up to them, I guess. I mean, I'm not in the Dodgers organization. I can't make a comment on that without, you know, taking a good look at it. No, I just I mean, think... I think what happens this offseason, or this, uh, this, you know, what happens if they make the playoffs or not will really affect that choice. Because I feel like if they make the playoffs with this roster, then they'll probably do whatever they can to keep it. I would, I would think so. But if they don't, then they'll probably trade some people. All right, so AL picks. Your top three teams that could win the World Series realistically. I got mine, but I want to hear yours. Yeah, I've got, I've got mine. It's again, the AL has been pretty cookie cutter. You got the Red Sox, uh, hottest team in baseball right now, best offense in baseball. Um. Defensively, a couple things are a little shaky. I mean, you got Jackie Bradley Jr. in center field, who's one of the best defensive players in baseball right now. Mookie Betts is always solid, and guys like Andrew Benatendi are always great. But if you have to play against a National League team in the World Series, you're gonna have to put JD Martinez in the outfield because you don't want to put you don't want to bench a guy like JD Martinez. No. So you know you might hit get a hit to your defense by having to sit Jackie Bradley Jr. But at the same time. You get to keep J.D. Martinez in your lineup. So that's kind of something that the team is going to have to think about. But I, th- I have faith in Alex Cora that he's set his team up for the best possibility. At, I think they have the best odds of winning the World Series in the MLB right now. I don't think many people are going to argue that. No, I wouldn't. I think that's the truth. All right. So, um, you know, they've also had really – they've had lights out pitching. Chris Sale is probably the AL Cy Young. I mean, there's definitely guys that could win it other than Chris Sale. But if I were voting, Chris Hale would be my vote. That's not a homer pick. That's just a baseball pick. He has been pretty good this year. Leading the MLB in strikeouts. I think he's like second to DeGrom in ERA or something. And it's it's just absurd how good he is. So uh, who's your number two? My number two, it's going to be Houston. Because I think that Houston, when it's fully healthy, is the team that's going to put up the best fight against Boston. I think yeah. I still think the Red Sox win that series in seven or six games, but again, a six or seven series—that's you know, anything can happen there. A series win is a series win. Yeah, exactly. Truth. And uh, they split the series earlier this season. They got a they got a three game series coming up soon in a couple weeks. So I think that's going to be a really big indication because I think that very well could be an ALCS matchup right there. And, depends on what happens. Yeah, that definitely. Could be a, definitely could be a wild happens. card matchup. <laughs> yeah, somehow. That I mean, yeah, I'm not going to rule it number, out. Cause... Yeah, good. Who's your number three? Uh, the Yankees. You know, that's again. I mean, it's I, the top three teams in the AL, and I mean, that, that would be mine. That, that'd be my list. Um, 
I wanted to talk about the Yankees because I honestly, this hurts because I'm New York to the core. I love my Yankees. But I really think out of those three teams, they're the most unrealistic to win the ring. And that's just because our starting pitching is so par. Our bullpen's great. But most of our guys, most of our bullpen guys can't go more than two, three innings. Yeah, the bullpen, the Yankees have a really good bullpen. It's just a little shaky sometimes. You know, Chapman's like, either lights Tanzas out. Tanzas is a little, I, I love the Tanzas, but he's a little shaky at times. Chapman Chapman's either lights been, out or, you know, we get the... Yeah, Chapman's either heart attack mode or he's putting the game to bed. And you can There's never tell no which one it is mean. because he'll come out firing 105 his first pitch. Yeah. But you don't know if that 105 miles per hour is going to be right down the middle. Or if it's I, I do want to shout back. out uh, Shane Green, though. Shane Green is a real one. <laughs> Shane Green. Uh, not Sonny Gray, though. Sonny Gray should have been DFA'd. And I stand by that. Even though that is like disgusting for me to say because I would get rocked as an MLB pitcher every pitch. But Sonny Gray still Well, I don't think it's fair paid. to compare us to MLB pitchers because we're not being paid millions of yeah, dollars but I to feel, throw those I kind feel, of pitches. Listen, I feel bad trash-talking MLB players when I know damn well that I couldn't keep up in the MLB. So I do want to say that. They still should have been DFA'd. I stand by that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so Red Sox, Astros, Yankees. The NL is kind of cookie-cutter at this point. We kind of just know how it's going to go this season. And um, the NL... I'm just gonna go with. I'm just gonna say the Cubs have the best shot, and I'm not even gonna try to do two and three because our number two and our number three could not even make the playoffs. So yeah, the, I'm gonna agree. Cubs are definitely one. I think the Cubs do have the best shot of winning the National League. Um, next put next team. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Rockies as kind of like a, a sleeper Rockies. pick. The Rockies, yeah, because like you know they've just been playing really good baseball. But when you think of really good baseball teams, no one thinks of the Rockies. Everyone's thinking of, like, the Red Sox, Astros, Yankees. Yeah, because the AL is way better than the NL. Yeah. Talent-wise. But I feel like the Rockies are going to be sneaky good if they make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how the Diamondbacks were last year. Except they didn't, you know, they didn't get past the divisional. But they were still kind of good. Right. And that was kind of all JD. Well, not all JD, but JD was really a big helped. Alright, well, I think we can move on to topic two. I think we've topic talked about baseball. Alright, we're going to shift focus to the NFL. And we're going to be talking about the American I'm Football excited. Conference. I'm excited. Predictions. I'm so excited as well. I want to start with the East. Because the East is easy. Yes. It's just Patriots. Yes, the Patriots. Patriots number one. Of course. Easily. Um, I'm going to say number two is the Dolphins this year. All right. Uh, not good. Like, they're not going to be good or wild Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think they're going to make the wild card out of the AFC. But uh, I, I think they're the second best team in the AFC East because the Bills are rebuilding and the Jets. Uh, are the Jets. Yeah. So, um, two new quarterbacks in that division, though. I think the Bills finish over the Jets and the Jets from this last even though the Jets are interesting, because you got to remember they they re-signed their starter from last year, got Teddy Bridgewater and got Darnold. So I don't know what they're thinking or doing, but that's uh, that's easily the best QB core in the league. You kidding me? <laughs> easily, easily. Rookie quarterback Teddy Bridgewater and who's I don't even remember their starter. From Josh last McCown. Year. 
Josh McCown, thank you for I don't know, man. reminding the me. The Patriots with Tom Brady and then going for, with Brian Hoyer and Danny Brian. I'm Danny Etling, yeah. I, I haven't seen enough of Danny Etling mm-hmm. yet, so I can't speak as a Patriots um, fan about how good he is. But uh, the e- that, oh my god, that stutter. The AFC East has just been Patriots for the last, you know, however long. So I, I don't think that's going to change yeah, this year. I, I see no reason people, why anyone People can have wins. their hot takes like, oh, Tom Brady, Cliff. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Looking at you, Kellerman. Yeah, I'm waiting but, to hear Max Kellerman about what he has to say. And Rob Parker. Yeah, Rob Parker. Rob Parker and Kellerman. He's not going off a cliff. He's going to be consistently anytime, like, good until he decides to be done. That's just how Tom Brady. Is. Yeah, some quarterbacks are going to. Some quarterbacks retire when they realize they're just not good enough to play anymore. Tom Brady. He's just going to retire, retire when, when he when he decides he's done. Yeah, he's not going to be forced out. I don't think. Yeah, Father Time isn't going to tell done. Brady when he's done. Brady's going to tell Father Time, father when, he's time when he's done. That, that's right. my AFC that's West, and I think AFC West is the most interesting division. Oh, I thought you were going to say the actual. I thought you were going to say your pick there. <laughs> no, uh, my pick is the Chargers for the win, um, and then I'd say the Chiefs second, Raiders third, Broncos last. Even though that Broncos defense, people can say, "Oh, they got Case Keenum now." Case Keenum isn't that good. Case Keenum, I think, was a product that's of the, the Minnesota offense last season. That is the truth. Case Keenum is not that good. And I would say I apologize to Broncos fans, but I know about, like, three. So I don't think I have to. <laughs> oh. um, the Chargers are just – their defense is really good. Their offense is really good. I don't see why it wouldn't be them. I, I agree that the Chargers are going to win the AFC West. I think they're the best set-up team in the AFC West for success right now. They might be the best setup team in the AFC, if you think Maybe, about it. Maybe, yeah. Because their defense is really good, but their offense is really good. The Jaguars, we could, we'll we we'll discuss that after we make our picks. Right, yeah. Um, Phillip Rivers, I mean, he, he's been all right. He hasn't been, like, the best quarterback in the NFL. He's, he he's decent worst. enough and has good enough receivers to where it works. Yeah, he's good enough to get the job done. And I think... I think he will get the job done with the Chargers. I think they do win 11, 12, 13 games, and they do win the West. I don't know about 13 or that's, 12, that's, like, that's that's far. 12 or 13, that's like that's like my ceiling. For I'd them. probably cap them at like 12. I don't think they win more than 12. I'd have to look at their schedule. I'm not exactly sure what their schedule looks like, but I wouldn't say more than 12 games. We gotta remember they did finish at the bottom. I did they were they at the bottom of the of the West last year? Or were they like third? No, place? they almost they almost got a wild card spot last oh, year. Oh damn, really? Yes. Okay. The only reason they didn't make a wild card spot or win the division last year is because of their kicker. Oh right, right. So they're they're ready. I think they're ready. Yeah, no, they're definitely they're definitely ready. One thing I I want to ask though. How did Derwin James fall to like pick seventeen? I don't have an answer. I think he that. and Bradley Chubb that, are the two best defensive players in this draft. I honestly <laughs> do not have an answer for how Derwin James got that far down. That was nice. He is probably my pick for off our defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, it's like it's gonna be either him, Bradley Chubb. Maybe and Minka Fitzpatrick, but like... I don't know. Uh, I doubt Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick's like... Even though he's good, but I don't think... Because your team's got to look good, too. Yeah. And the Dolphins aren't going to look good. So, I'm going to count him out. 
I'm not going to count. I'm not. Minka's like my sleeper pick for a potential, but I think it's going to come down Just, to Chubb or James. It's going to be whoever it is. An AFC West team is having defensive rookie of the year. I think it's just going to be that way. All right. I really don't know why the Broncos went defense. If I you could explain to me why the Broncos went defense on that pick, please <laughs> let me know because they clearly need offensive help. Yeah. And they have for years, and they still went defense. Yeah, like the one thing this team didn't need was more pass rush. So they take the best pass rusher. And they, the and they get the best pass rusher. Yeah. I, mm, now, don't get me wrong. Bradley Chubb's going to be an animal. No, that defense is going to be insane. It's just like they're not going to put up points on yeah. offense. They're going to need to either hold them to like three points a game and win the or, games that way. Yeah. Or those offenses is going to have to step up. All right. The AFC South. This is interesting. This might be more interesting than the AFC was. I think the AFC South is going to be the biggest division to watch in the football because I think all these teams have a chance at making playoffs. Oh, Except the Colts. no, not all. Except the Colts. The Colts. Yeah. Not the Colts. The Colts. No. The Colts uh, Andrew Luck hasn't thrown a football in two years, Yeah, really. we could talk about that for a little bit. What the hell is going on with Andrew Luck? Like, in a serious like sense, like, what the hell? is going on with Andrew Luck. Because he was supposed to come back last year, and he didn't play a snap. Right. Yeah. None. Did not play one minute. Okay, so I think, like, the last... I think... did He played in 2015, right? Yeah. Yeah, he I hurt his shoulder. So. In, I think he hurt his shoulder in 2015. 16, like, he only played, like, a couple games, I think. And then 17, he didn't play at all. Yeah, so he gets injured in 15, comes back in 16, looks all right for 16, then he goes down again. So they take Jacoby Brissett in 17 to try to patch that up after he still wasn't good enough to come back for 17. And then the Colts go like 4-12 and 12 or something. And now they're back. Andrew Luck apparently is looking good. I, I don't know. I just don't know if this team... Shame, shame on the Colts for wasting Andrew Luck because he was the best QB prospect in the last however long... And they and they messed that up. So yeah, shame they, on the Colts for that. You know, I really like it's it's kind of hard not to like Andrew Luck. He seems like a really nice guy. He's a he great is, talent he a great when he's guy. healthy. But that's the issue. He's never healthy. Well, that's that, again. That's the Colts' fault. They don't give him a line. They don't like, he. I don't think he's had a good line once in his career. Yeah, they, I mean, they at least they addressed it in the draft this year a little bit. Yeah. I picked up that guy from Notre Dame. What's his okay, name? Okay, listen, you can't you can't patch bullet holes with band aids. Oh, obviously, of course, of course. Yeah, no, that's it's it's you know it's a start, and that's more than the bullet hole. That is a nuke on the <laughs> offensive line. Yeah, that's like that's like trying that's like trying to clean a car with paint. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but you get what I mean. Yeah, I definitely get what you mean. That, that that analogy definitely makes sense. It's just that I don't believe I don't believe the Colt I believe the Colts are at least trying to get back into the contention. The team that line's that, like trying to drive a car with no tires. That's what that line's like. Right. And they just put and they just put a spare on, so they got like three tires <laughs> missing still. Yeah, so I believe the Colts in due time will be able to come back. They'll be, they'll it's going to take Colts. a while. Like, it's going to take a couple of years. I, Especially it, with how good this years. division is right now. It's going to take a couple Yeah, the AFC South in one season went from the one of the worst divisions in football to, mm, one, of the to best. one of the best. Yeah. 
Because all right, so I think the Jaguars repeat; they win the division again. I agree, but it's not going to be so easy for them this year. No, no, no. Number two, I'm not taking the Titans. I'm taking the Texans. I'm taking the Texans as, as well. Because, as the, and they're making the wild card. That's my one of my wild card picks. Yeah, I agree. Texans, if everybody's healthy, and I know that is like the one thing the Texans cannot do is stay healthy on defense. But if they do, that defense is unbelievable. Deshaun Watson looked insane last year. Him and Nuke are going to be awesome to watch. Dude, Deshaun Watson almost outperformed Tom Brady when they played against each other. And I know, Brady dude, won MVP that, that season. Deshaun Watson would have easily been Offensive Rookie of the Year. Maybe a thought for MVP if he didn't get uh, No, not five. MVP. Maybe. Not MVP. At the rate that he was going, he was putting up Tom Brady numbers. I don't know about MVP. I don't think the league would have given it to him. I think that was going to be Tom Brady's no matter what. Just because, like, the he's 40 argument. All right. That's, that's kind of like kind of like the Celtics argument, the he's 19 <laughs> argument. That's over now because he's 20. But uh, Yeah, Jason Tatum's appeal yeah, is going away. If you didn't know who I was talking about, I was talking about Jason Tatum. Bryce, are you kidding me? Um, I, the Texans are just going to be so good. They're just going to be awesome. That line's a little eh, but everything else is really good. The D-line is one, probably one of the better ones in the league. Yeah, that defense just needs to stay healthy because, you know, you got, you got the secondary great They added, you got to remember, they added, they honey, added badger. honey, they have Honey Badger now. Yeah. He is not bad. No, he's really, really good. He's, and he, he's, he's really good, so. The only thing about Honey Badger is he's got to stay healthy. He's had huge injury concerns. Everybody, yeah, everybody, Clowney has to stay healthy. Why has to stay Watt, healthy. Merciless. Merciless honey badger, the corners, everybody, just don't go down. That's something though about Watt that really scares me is that you got to remember he has torn both of his ACLs already, both, both, not one, both. So that that's something that scares me a little bit about Watson, is that he has had those traumatic injuries already, right? Because some players, listen, some players have one ACL tear and they're done. They never come back from that. This man's already had two, and one was in college, and he came back from that already. So this man's obviously a fighter, and he has spirit. He's tough. Yeah, exactly. But He's will, gonna... how long will his body be able to work at NFL level is a question that we're only going to see when he's done. I hope, hopefully, it's a long career because I love watching him play. He's one of my favorite players. Yeah, he's easily Watson. easily one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL right now. Um, I think his the injury the ACL tear he got this year was from a was from like a freak accident at practice. It wasn't even a contact. Well, injury. it got okay. It it got agitated at during the Seahawks game. He uh, it got like you know poked a little bit. Right. And then in practice, they were going in practice, and he completely tore it. Yeah, that, and it was like a completely non-contact thing too when it happened at practice. So you know that's definitely that's something never to be good. About. No, it's definitely yeah. It, it's just I wish him the best. I hope he comes Absolutely. back and better. And I think he will. I think he's going to have a great year. Yeah, I think he's going. He's definitely going to put up some big numbers at some point, as long as he can stay healthy. If he can't yes. stay healthy, it's that's going to be just this a shame. team. This team is either this team could either win the division or lose it completely. Just all dependent on injuries. Exactly. They have the talent. They have the talent. It's just that they're healthy. 
right? This is one of the best all-around teams in the NFL if they're healthy, but the health is the big the big question yeah, mark that's a, this that's team. That's a huge question mark, man. Um, all right, the AFC North. It's the Steelers. No doubt in my mind, the Steelers are winning the AFC North, and it's not it's not close. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the AFC North, it's just, it's always been so underwhelming, when, unless the Ravens have, like, It's, it's really compete. between, it's not even between, it's just, like, it's just going to be the Steelers and Ravens at one and two, like it is every year, because mm-hmm. the Browns are not going to do, listen, everybody can tell me, oh, the Browns, this is, the Browns are coming, bro, they are not coming anywhere, they're not going anywhere, Baker is not good, you can scream at me for that, he, I do not believe in Baker Mayfield one bit. One bit. One bit. Please come at me for that because I will back that up. I think Baker Mayfield's going to be – I think Baker Mayfield's going to suck with the Browns, but he's going to go to some team and he's going to be, like, really good. Because I feel like he has the tools to become a really good quarterback, but the Browns yeah, he, just can't supply him has, the tools to become an elite He clearly has the heart and the passion. And the game. He's not bad at the game, but that doesn't always translate because Johnny Manziel wasn't a bad football player either. Right. Every every bust in NFL history is not a bad NFL player. Well, it's not a bad football player, but they're a bad NFL player. There is a difference oh, I between totally a football that. player and an NFL player. Huge difference. Mm-hmm. It's if you have it or not. That's it. Yeah, the big question is, does Baker Mayfield have it as the number one overall pick? I I don't think he does. And I, to this day, do not understand why he was number one. I don't think, I agree, he shouldn't have been taken at one. I think the Browns should have taken Saquon at one. I think. And Baker would have been there at four. I stand by Rosen being the best QB in the draft. I, to this day, stand by that. I think he's got it. Um, And, And he's on a really good, he's on a pretty decent system. Yeah, you know, you, you throw Josh Rosen, who, yeah, you can make the argument that he's the best all-around quarterback in this draft. You give him a reliable receiver like Larry Fitzgerald, and, yeah, he's going to learn the game pretty well. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking, too. And and the Bengals, listen, Bengals suck. They always suck. They're not good. The Bengals are, oh, my goodness. I don't even know why they're still a friend. Why does Ohio have two football franchises? And both of them are disappointments. And both season. of them are bad. Every Ohio franchise minus the Cleveland Indians is bad. And let's not forget that the Cleveland Indians haven't won a World Series yet. And let's also not forget that if the Cleveland Indians were in a lot of other divisions in baseball, they would not be viewed as that good. Yeah, Ohio just turns professional sports to garbage. Unless LeBron James is involved. Yeah, LeBron you know, kind of carried him for a really long time. So. Yeah. Even still, man, like, they're just, they're going to have to cling on to that 2016 ring forever. Yeah, that. They almost won a World Series. They're one game away. Yep. One. But they didn't do it. Blew a 3 1 lead. We are getting way off track. Yeah, we, so we just your went back wild to card. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Actually, I want to talk. Losses. I want to talk AFC North a little bit more because I want to talk it's, Lamar Jackson. It's boring. I want to talk Lamar yes, Jackson. Yes, I do want to talk about Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to be the best quarterback from this draft. I I, I do think, like his game a lot. 
I think he's going to be the second best quarterback out of this draft. So you think Rosen's going to be better than him? Yes. Okay. I do. That's fair. I can him and then Rosen. I think I'm going to I'm, I'm going to flip flop that, but I think I think Lamar Jackson is going to be the best quarterback out of this draft class. But I think Rosen's going to be the best passer in this draft oh. class. Because remember, this I is Lamar Jackson. I get what you mean. Because the NFL's not, you know, like pocket passers aren't like that, you know. You don't want to be a Big Ben in this league. You'll get killed. Yeah. So it's like you got to – Rosen can move, but he obviously can't move like Lamar Jackson. I get what you mean by that. Right. Um. Jackson is good. I do like him. And people thought – there's people that thought he was just like a, a skill position player, like a wideout. Yeah, that back. pissed me off. I no, that really got me mad because that man can play. Yeah. And I've seen it. He he can play. Yeah, he had every he had every right to be offended when people suggested that he should switch to wide yes. receiver. Yes, and I, I thought it was awesome that he didn't run the 40. I thought that was a great move on his part that he didn't run the 40. Yeah, as much as I would love to have seen him run the 40, because I feel like he would have had the best 40 in the draft class. Out of, like, I don't know quarter, about that. Out of, quarterback, out of the quarterbacks. All right, yeah, quarterbacks, because Saquon's 40 was Saquon's tough 40 to was, beat. Someone else had a really fast 40 in this draft class. I don't remember who it was, though. Right, I'm going to look do. that up. But, uh, yeah, continue about your point about him not running the 40. Um, he he had every right to tell people to screw off if they didn't want him to play quarterback. It's the re- reason he went 31. He would have went probably top, top 10 if if he didn't say that, but Kim less talented at all. Right. Some of the, like Kamara. Let's talk about Kamara. Kamara went, like, what, around three, four, three, I think? Uh, yeah, Kamara was around three. Kamara was the best running back, best rookie running back last year, and he was probably he probably had the top five running back season last year. Yeah, and you know he he was third round. So where you're drafted, I promise, does not matter because AB was what fourth or fifth round. Tom Brady, sixth I mean, round, one hundred ninetieth overall. I think AB was sixth, fifth or sixth round. You know what? You know what? Yeah, this is actually cool because AB was sixth round, 198th overall. Yeah, and Brady was 199, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm telling you, man, most of the best players in the NFL don't go that early. They go later. And that's where the real that's where you get real GMs right there. Yep. People that can draft that late. Like the Saints. People said the Saints had one of the worst drafts last year, and they had offensive and defensive rookie of the years. What's that say? You know, Offensive Rookie of the Year would have... I mean, dude, the running backs we got last year? Oh, my goodness. Hunt and Kamara are going to be unbelievable for years to come. Okay, so you were talking about Lamar Jackson's 40 earlier? Um, yes. Okay, Lamar Jackson, like, the the last timed 40 that I could find was his junior year when he ran a 4.3440. That's really... That's, that's very really fast. Really good. You know, the only people that... Uh, junior year had a college... Faster, yeah, his junior year of college. So like, I think All he, right. yeah, he had one more year of college. After so that was like, that was like two years ago. Yeah. So, so he's probably he might be even quicker now. He could be even quicker now. But to compare that, the fastest forty times of defensive backs, which this, these were the fastest times of the combine, Dante Jackson, Denzel Ward, and Perry Perry Nickerson, all ran four three twos. Those were the fastest times of the combine this year. And he ran. And Lamar Jackson would have had like the fourth 
fastest 40 at the combine this year. And that's just wild. That's insane. And that's just that's all just assuming that he runs the same and not a little bit faster. So like so he clearly he can he's going to be able to get out of the pocket easily. And oh, he's absolutely. a good pocket passer. I don't understand why people think he couldn't play QB. He's a solid pocket passer and he can run. That's perfect. What else do you need out of a running back? Or I'm sorry. What else do you need? I mean, you're right. That's he has the tools to be a really good well, quarterback. I don't see why people are saying I he don't, shouldn't. I be. really don't see why people said he should play receiver. That really confused me. And honestly speaking, most of it is probably I, it's it's a race thing for them because you know it's like that sometimes. Yeah, but, there aren't that many black starting quarterbacks in the NFL. You got Cam Newton. No, you got Russell Wilson. Really, you got. And listen, Cam and Russ are incredibly talented, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Deshaun Watson, though, also really Oh, Deshaun talented. Watson, of course, we were just talking about him, too. I, all those guys, super talented, so... I, I don't see why you wouldn't give Lamar Jackson a shot. Absolutely. I mean, and I'm I know, sure he could turn out to I be know like, they're probably not ready, and they've publicly said Flacco is going to start, but I... It's clear to me that they drafted Lamar Jackson to be the franchise in the future. Yeah, I think so. Uh, one more thing about his 40. That would have been the best 40 time by a quarterback at 4-3-4 by about three-tenths of a second, which is, you know, a that's ton for pretty, quarterbacks. That's a, that's a huge difference. What would be the next yes. best one at that combine? Quentin Flowers from South Florida ran a 4-6-3. So and he ran a four three. Quentin Flowers, did Quentin Flowers even? Yeah, he got drafted by the Bengals. So, mm. hey, but he was undrafted. He got signed after. Yeah. So. Just makes it think. Lamar, I Lamar is going to be awesome to watch in the future. This year, you're not going to see too much of Lamar at QB, I don't think. But it's going to be like Mahomes, and we can talk about Mahomes too. Ah, uh, yes, Mahomes. Mahomes. I don't know about Mahomes. I really don't. I'm kind of indifferent because he has a good arm, really good arm. Yeah, he has a really good arm, but I'm it's, not it's sure about the accuracy. See, he sat behind Alex Smith for a year, so he probably learned something. You know? Yeah. So it's like. If he could have, like, because Alex Smith, I kind of harp on Alex Smith, but he is a good QB. Yeah, he's definitely been a solid QB in the past. So, if he has the game management skill of Alex Smith and the, you know, his throwing power, if he just got a little more accurate, he'd be really good. Mahomes is not someone... That's gonna, I don't think he's going to be that bad. I think he's going to be pretty solid this year. Yeah. It's not going to lead the Chiefs past the Chargers, but I think no, it'll still be I mean, good. he'll have a solid, not great, not terrible season. Because, you know, you got, per- you got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill to throw to. Yeah, great core. Great receiving core to throw to. Absolutely. This will be like um, a perfect year for him. Now, this is a debate we can have all night. 
Comeback Player of the Year. Comeback Player of the Year. Wow, there are a half, lot of options. Half of the league superstars are pretty much hurt. Who? Could, I'm going to narrow it down to three candidates, and I'm gonna I'm gonna disclude Aaron Rodgers because he technically came back. He came back just to get hurt again, though. No, he got pulled. That's different. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if he, he got never, hurt or he got pulled. I he, he got never actually got hurt again. He actually, he did, they just didn't play him again after they lost. Yeah, the okay. Game. I gotcha. So, I don't know. If we can narrow it down to Carson Wentz, Odell Beckham Jr., or Deshaun Watson, that's a pretty elite group of that's, people. Yeah, that's a tough one to pick from. It's kind of hard to believe that one of those three guys is going to end up getting it. You can even throw in for like the fifth time, which sucks, Eric Berry. Eric Berry or J.J. Watt. J.J. Exactly. J.J. Watt, Berry, obviously Odell, Watson, and Carson Wentz. I mean, the comeback player of the year is literally you. anybody could win it. Okay, so... Anyone. Again, there's a lot of things that are really determining. Because, like, you got two guys coming back from torn ACLs. I, I really, I just think it's going to be between, for me, it's going to be between, like, Carson and Odell. I don't think Watson can keep up with Carson Wentz in the QB race. And I don't think, I just think Odell is just going to have a really good year. It depends. Because the Giants, I don't think, are going to be that good. But Odell still shines no matter what. So I'm going to narrow it down to Carson and Odell. Okay. Um, I think I'm just going to say Carson because... Carson. I'm going to say Carson because the Eagles are clearly just the better team and he'll look better. Yeah. That's just what I'm going to say. Yeah, all right. So Carson, you know, he could have been the league MVP if he hadn't gone down yes, in week 13. Yes, he, he had an MVP season. Yes, that's definitely an MVP caliber season. If he hadn't gone down in week 13, definitely could have won it. Um, I just, it, it's, it really sucks to see something like that. One of the best young talents in the game going down like that and not being and recognized for it. happened so much last year. Yeah, you know. So many people got hurt. That's another thing we can talk about, injuries in the NFL, but that's, it's it's just absurd how many great young talents I think are in the NFL, and most of them are getting hurt left and right and the, don't get to the show. The injuries last year, I really think kind of spark this new helmet rule oh god it's i just really think because just like so many superstars got hurt last year that it was just like they felt they needed to do something and i don't blame them because that's like you know people most people watch the games for these stars and when they're not playing they lose revenue so it's like you know i mean yeah, they exactly. They felt the need to do something. Yeah, ratings and revenue are everything with the NFL, and you know if Carson Wentz is having a MVP season on a team that no one really expected to do much of anything with, I mean, people are going to tune into the Eagles games to see what it's all about. But if you find out that oh Carson Wentz tore his ACL, and now you got Nick Foles in here, I shouldn't be slandering Nick Foles because last time that happened, he <laughs> lost the Super Bowl. Mm, um, yeah. I mean, no disrespect to Nick Foles. You know, he's a quality player. He's not Carson Wentz. He's he's no Carson Wentz. And even though he looked like Carson Wentz when he tore up the number 29 defense in the Super Bowl. I think most people would look like Carson Wentz against that defense. Yeah. But I digress. 
when you have when you have backups playing in the roles that a star player should be playing in and the star player can't be performing in those roles because he's injured you know people aren't going to want to care about the games so when they are yeah. tuning out the nfl is losing ratings so now the nfl has to think okay how do you fix that problem you fix softer it by rules. making the game a little softer yeah, I don't think every year the game just gets softer every year. I think at this point we just gotta live with it, and this is this is the NFL now. Like it's just how it is. Yeah, I hope they kind of just look at the helmet rule next off season. This season's gonna be brutal to watch. I mean, I've talked about this. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of new flags that we didn't see before. Yeah, even even just now, like just before we started recording, I was watching the preseason game Patriots Eagles, and. You know, like, on the first offensive drive of the game, Cordero Patterson goes out for a deep in route, and he gets bopped by Malcolm Jenkins. And it looks like what would have been a clean hit. But apparently, because Malcolm Jenkins led with his head and hit Cordero Patterson in the head, on what would have been a clean hit last year, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down, and the Patriots go on to score a touchdown. Now, don't get me wrong. As a Patriots fan, I'm not going to complain about getting a free 15 yards. But it's only a matter of time before that's someone on my team, and it makes me wonder, wow, this rule sucks. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. But uh, I think I kind of want to, we want to move on to the next topic. So I want to hear just your wild card picks, your two teams wild in card the wild picks. card. All right. Well, I think it's going to definitely be the Texans, because I think the Jaguars yeah, are going to win the AFC South. So I think, be... I think the Texans, yeah. yeah. And then it's going to be a toss-up between the Raiders, the Titans, and a sneaker in, like, the Ravens. The Ravens are, like, a sleeper team. They're out. They're on the outside looking in, but I think they definitely could sneak in if the Raiders or the Texans underperform. I'm taking the Texans and Ravens. I'm, I believe in the Ravens, and that defense is super good. Their offense is going to be interesting to watch now. They have Lamar. Maybe they'll start him. Who knows? And I, I just believe in the Ravens to be a wild card team this year. Yeah, that again, like the Ravens have a solid team. You know, they got a couple of uh, sneaky good wide receivers. You got guys like uh, Willie Sneed, uh, Michael Crabtree. More targets for Joe Flacco or Lamar Jackson or whoever the hell is throwing the ball in Baltimore. Just whoever's throwing the ball, they're going to have some targets. They got Hayden Hurst in the draft, the Pittsburgh Pirates legend. Um, you know, it's... The Ravens are set up to be a, a good team. I just don't know if it's going to be good enough to make playoffs. That's a fair point. All right, I'm, I'm going to rotate into the Western Conference of the NBA. All right, NBA time. You, I want to hear... We're just going to talk about the top eight seeds. Anybody under seed eight, we don't care about. Yeah, they're just about irrelevant. For right for right now. But the eight, one through eight, your seeds in the Western Conference. All right, so full disclosure for this, I'm not the biggest basketball fan in the world. I'm a big Celtics fan. I enjoy watching a lot of teams. But the only team I really care about is the Celtics. So my base, my basketball intellect is not the best that it could be. But I think it's pretty easy to say that the first seed is going to be the Warriors. You know, you got Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. You got Boogie Cousins, who took the veteran de- the veteran minimum to sign with the best team in basketball. 
kind of a bitch move, oh, but that's he another. Won't be back. He won't be back until playoff time, I don't think. You don't so. think so? I don't know. We'll see what happens with him because I've heard that he's ready to come back now and he's ready to come back, you know, March. I think it's a, it's a very weird timeline for Boogie. Yeah, so I still think this Warriors team is still, you know, set up to win 70 games or so because they're just that good. They've got the best talent in basketball. It, it's, it's a little unfair, but I can't really complain about it because, like, if the Celtics did that, I would be saying, hey, why didn't your teams do that? So I, I'm really in no position to be saying, like, screw the Warriors or anything like that. So I think that's my easy number one pick. Uh, number two, I'm going to say the Rockets. You know, they're they got, still got Chris Paul. They still got James Harden. That's just, you know, they're still really good. I don't think they're quite at the level of the Warriors. But, you know, they're still really good. Uh, number three seed. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lakers. A lot of young talent. Um, they got this guy by the name of, like, uh, Le LeBron. Is that Am I pronouncing that correctly? Le LeBron I, I believe James, so, yeah. Something like that. This is this fella from Cleveland who uh, can play basketball pretty well, I've heard. Didn't go to college, but uh, drafted right out of high school. Turned into, uh, Some people say he's, you know, one, one of the best basketball talents of all time. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I would agree with that. I, I could agree he's with that. He's number one. He he is number one, Bryce. You you would say that? Yes. Okay. Well, I I'm I'm gonna make that claim. <laughs> LeBron is higher than Jordan all time, and any tears that you want to send in my mentions DMs, please send them because it's just the truth. Jordan is not as good as LeBron. Yeah, send those complaints to at it's Briz on Twitter at yes, it's any, any... Ladies, he's also single, so uh. All right, well, that's working. That's another. That's another podcast. Yeah, it's another podcast. Yeah, yeah okay. that's a whole another. That's a whole another show. All right, we're we're getting off topic badly now. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I think the Lakers. You know, you got guys like Kyle Kuzma. I think Lonzo Ball is going to have a decent enough season. I think he can come back and be pretty good. I don't know. Lonzo Ball is. He, he did have the torn. That's an injury. I want to bring this up. The reason the Lakers went and got Rajon Rondo was because was. Oh my god, what did I just try to say there? Lonzo's boys leaked information about Lonzo that he was hurt. So as in retaliation, the Lakers got Rondo. That's why they have Rondo right now. Yeah, honestly, if you, did, I, I if you didn't know that. I, I knew they had Rondo, but I completely, like, up until they signed Rondo, I completely forgot he was still in the NBA. Because, like, I stopped really paying attention to him after he got off the Celtics. How did you forget about Rondo? He is, Man, he, I've had five he is not at okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, noted, 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 noted. Yeah, 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 noted. All right. So yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, Rondo. I don't know if Rondo is still gonna perform at the levels that we he saw was in Boston. Awesome in the playoffs last year. Awesome. He was. Yes, okay. he was. All right. Awesome. For for New Orleans, and they swept the Blazers. All right, yeah. It was pretty much him. It was Rondo, Drew Holiday, and AD completely took over that series and just destroyed the Blazers. Just destroyed the Blazers. Yes, sweep. Yeah, but And they ran in the Golden State. It did <laughs> not work out as well. No, I wouldn't assume so. No. Yeah, so you got 
you got the Lakers. They finished uh, 12 games under 500 last year. It doesn't really mean as much in basketball as it would in baseball, but still, that's um, not ideal for a team to be. Well, listen, I just want to say, look at what LeBron made the finals with last year, right? Yeah, he made, he made the finals with a, a LeBron's drunk not Smith. on that team, yes. A drunk J.R. Smith. Like midget for half the year. Yeah, I see. Um, that team, that Laker team without LeBron is way better than that Cleveland team without LeBron. Oh, absolutely. So LeBron got a massive upgrade in teammate. Mm-hmm. So I really think he can push the limits with this with this team. Yeah, and like because he he really okay. James Harden won the MVP, and I'm fine with that. But LeBron had the better year. And that's just the truth. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, I think... I th- this is why... This is a rant I want to go on. This is why you cannot give MVPs away to players. Because in 2015, if Harden got his MVP in 2015, there'd be, there'd no, there'd be no debate LeBron would have won it this year. It's like the Tom Brady debate. Tom Brady hasn't won a lot of MVPs, so they got to start giving them to him now because you know they feel bad and they don't want to, you know, him to leave without a certain amount of accolades. This is that happen. This is happening to LeBron too. So, do you think that LeBron's going to end up winning some more MVPs later on if he keeps performing at a high level? I don't. I don't think he'll win another MVP. You don't I really think he's going to win another? You think he's? I, I. I think this year was his last shot. Because I just the league is just getting so good. It's, the league just gets better every year. More talent comes in every single year. So I don't think he'll win another one. I would love to see him win another one. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see another one too. Because like I know I slander LeBron a lot, but I mean a lot of that isn't like you know. That's just rivalry. It's it's rivalry talk. He's been my team's daddy for years. <laughs> so like you know, I I respect the hell out of LeBron as a player and as a person, but. I would love to see him win it because players like LeBron are good for the are good for the game of basketball. You know, seeing seeing guys like LeBron who grow up from like you know absolutely nothing, single single mother home, just turning into one of the best basketball players of all time, not just right now, just of all time. You know, it's just it's one of those things that you love to see in basketball, in, in sports in general. He's, he's an inspiration on and off the court. We can yes. go on and on about LeBron, but uh, you're only at the third seed right now, yeah, and there's man. eight. We've been talking about the third <laughs> seed for about ten minutes now. Yeah, so, it's really uh, just LeBron, but yeah. Uh, number four, I'm going to go the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, I would agree with that. But at this point, we're at kind of the teams that are like, yeah, you guys probably aren't going to do much this year. No, they they probably won't. It's just it's Thunder fans always every offseason, no matter what happens, Thunder fans always think this is the year. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not. Yeah, it's like you, a, can, you can get whatever seed you want, but you're still not better than the Warriors or the Lakers or the Rockets. You know, put up a fight all you want, you're still gonna get smacked around by one of those three teams in the playoffs. Absolutely. All right. In first round, they got smacked up by the Jazz last year. I, I, if people needed a reminder, the Jazz, <laughs> the Jazz, the Gordon Haywardless Jazz, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell Jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D. Mitch should have been Rookie of the Year. No, no. 
demon. Okay, right? okay. Rude. Rude? I that think that is, comparison's that, justifiable. Word of the big, word of the big Stephen A. That is blasphemous. <laughs> Um, Maybe not on a talent level, but on a on a person level. No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking strictly basketball right now. Strictly basketball. I think Greg Popovich and Bill Belichick are kind of like two minds of the same kind. You know, like they both know the game mean. inside and out. They're both geniuses. They may not do things the exact the exact same way, but at no. the end of the day, they're still great coaches they know what they're talking about and they know how to play their respective sports and i think as long as greg popovich is in san antonio that team's probably going to put up a good fight and make it to the playoffs not having Kawhi, obviously you know that hurts the team a lot but that i mean they still need the playoffs without him this year so like yeah who's to say that they can't do it again i get what you mean they did kind of improve they did become more solid, I think. Right. So, we'll see with the Spurs. All right, and then the number eight, obviously, that's just the number eight seed. That's just, you know, first first blood for whoever gets to get beaten on by the Warriors. Um, I don't know. I mean, the number eight seed, that's obviously just kind of a toss-up here. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe if Isaiah Thomas pans out, the Nuggets will do all right. Maybe the Timberwolves will come back. Maybe maybe the Jazz. Well, I'm, I want you to pick one. Uh, you know, I'll go with the Jazz. I I, I bet that uh, all right. all the right. Jazz are going to have a good year next year. Donovan Mitchell will come back better than ever. <sighs> better than ever. Better He's going to be mad about not winning Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he's going to use that fire inside of him and just have a powerhouse season. So... Okay. My number one seed is going to be the Rockets. I think they'll oh. win the, uh, the number one seed again. That does not mean I think they are going to win anything this year championship-wise, but I think they can repeat as the number one seed. Okay, okay. Number two, Warriors. It's just, yeah. I'm going to go with the Lakers at three as well. Number four, I'm going to go... I'm going to go OKC. I think that's a safe choice, so I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> but I think OKC is who... He, they're just, they're, I think they're better now because they got rid of the reason they suck so bad. And Roberson's going to be back. Great defender, so I think they're going to be the four seed. The number five seed, I'm actually going to go... Not with the Pelicans, but I'm going to go with I don't know, this is tough I'm going to go Utah again at 5 so the same 5 last year this was the top well, 5 except with the except with the uh, Lakers instead of the Blazers yes yes number actually I'll keep my number 5 alright the Blazers I'm going to put it 6 Blazers at 6 yep the 7th seed I'm going with the Nuggets. Nuggets. I think that I think the Nuggets. You're underrating them. I think they're ready. They were if they beat Minnesota last year, they were in the playoffs. It's that simple. But they lost the game. Right. They add a great off. Well, not great. Well, it depends on the system. System oriented Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is a system point guard. The argument could be that's, made. That is that. Listen, that's very true. 
That's why I said that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Jokic is unbelievable. I mean, that team is super good. Gary Harris is good. Jamal Murray, underrated as hell. Paul Millsap has never been fairly rated ever. Um, even some of their bench guys, like Will Barton, pretty good. I just think the Nuggets, they can they can lose to the Warriors gracefully in the first round. And the number eight seed, I'm not going Spurs. I think the Spurs, you know, this is tough because I either have to say the Spurs miss the playoffs or, you know what, I, they, the Spurs are going to be the eight seed. Minnesota's going to miss, and I'm going to tell you why Minnesota's going to miss. Tell me why. Because their, their team chemistry sucks, and everybody's work ethic except Jimmy Butler's and maybe d Rose. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to include d Rose. sucks. Thibodeau sucks, and we knew this for years. Yep. The only – there's – Wiggins is not good, and I don't understand why people think he's good. He's not good. He's not. Wiggins is not good. He's he's just I don't he's know. Average, he's average at best. A lot of hype and he's just average has not panned best. out. Butler, I'm gonna say this right now, Butler. We got a spot for you in New York. Come through. Let Fisdale be your coach. Let KP be your teammate. Kyrie, you can come too. Yeah, no, no, I'm drawing the line there. Bryce, you can have you can have Jimmy, you cannot have Kyrie. I'm I don't think we can talk line. about Kyrie all night. I'm bro. drawing Kyrie. the line at Kyrie. Uh, yeah, lines have been drawn in the sand. Kyrie stayed in Boston. Kyrie. If Kyrie leaves Boston, let's talk about this for a second. If Kyrie leaves Boston, what the hell, right? Like he's that would mean he has left two contenders within a couple years. <laughs> Especially because like. Especially because the Celtics pretty much are the best team in the East right now. I know we're waiting. Till oh, the next... it's not a debate. It's not a debate. I know the we're Celtics. waiting till the next podcast to talk uh, the East. Yeah, but, wow. but let's be the honest. The Celtics are just they. I mean, the Raptors could put up a fight. The Sixers. No. The Sixers are probably the best team to put up a fight against them. Probably. But I mean, it's the even, Celtics. Even though the even though the backups made them look bad last year. Yeah, the but... second string Celtics made the first string Sixers look bad in five games. But, I mean, again, the Sixers could put up a fight against the Celtics. I still think the Celtics have the East locked up right now. Oh, I, I completely agree with that. No question. But we're not going to talk about the East. Yeah. That's episode two. We're okay. not discussing that. So, yeah, um, I don't see why Kyrie would leave the Celtics, especially if the Celtics... I don't Listen, I don't either, but until, like, this year, I didn't understand why he left Cleveland either, so... That's true. The only Okay, the only reason I could see... Kyrie leaving the Celtics is if the Knicks just offered him like a huge contract that the Celtics oh, could not afford to match. Listen, Jakeem's deal is finally done soon. Um, by the way, uh, Phil Jackson, if you're somehow listen to this, you're a terrible GM, and you were, you were a great coach. I don't know if I, I think you may have carried you might have. Not carried Jordan, but you helped Jordan, but Shaq carried you, and that's the truth. <laughs> um, uh, he's such a bad. I can go on a rant about Phil Jackson, but yeah, I half expected you to bring out Lamar Odom in that. Uh, we're 
Listen, bro, we're gonna we're gonna save that one for later. We're we're gonna we're gonna let this pent up. <laughs> and then maybe I'll uh, you know bring up one the, day, the old Stephen A line. But um the West. I think Minnesota's gonna miss. Because Minnesota Jimmy Butler has publicly not publicly I guess, but it's pretty publicly known that he don't like it there. He's not a fan of Minnesota. Right. Um he doesn't like Wiggins, I don't think. It's what I've read. Uh, Cat. I don't know if he has a problem with Cat, but if the if it comes down between you have to pick between Butler and Cat, the Timberwolves are going to pick Cat. I think so, so. I don't know, man. It's just it's rough. The NBA is just so weird. Like it's interesting. It's somehow interesting, but we all know what's going to happen still. Like we can have all the storylines we want, but the we're, the Warriors are still winning the ring. Like it's yeah. not going to change. Yeah, there's so many moving parts. I wish, I wish Kawhi went to the Lakers this offseason because then we would have had an interesting season, even despite Boogie. Because if Kawhi went to the Lakers, it'd still be a toss-up, even though I'd still probably pick the Warriors. I would still pick the Warriors. But that's still interesting, right? It is, and it would definitely... Yeah, it would give us something to really think about because, like, no matter how much... You know, people do. How much teams do in the East to get better? As long as the so Warriors nobody's keep touching the, the Warriors that they have right now, no one's going to touch them. They, the Warriors can beat any team in a seven-game series without breaking a sweat, and that's a shame. I don't know about but like, that, but yes, there's I mean, only a couple what, what, teams can that can even. There's a couple. There's only a couple teams that can even dent the Warriors. Right, the Rockets are. And I, maybe the Lakers. I mean, maybe. I don't really know that yet. But the Rockets clearly can do damage. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics can probably take a couple games off of them, do but they couldn't the win Celtics, a series. You don't think the Celtics could win a series? No, not a not a championship series against them. And they're listen. It might have been easy for them, but think about it. Most of those guys have been to multiple finals now, and they know what it's like. That's true. Most of most of those Celtics guys, other than Kyrie, I can't think of another one that's been on a championship team. Um, can you name them? Other Celtics. Not Hayward. Not Hayward I don't think Hor- Horford hasn't. Smart no, Horford has been hasn't. a Celtic all his life. Tatum's only been in the league a year. I mean, none of these guys other than Kyrie know what that atmosphere is like. So I just don't see the Celtics beating a Warriors team and – in the in the playoff series, I think again this is probably just the homer in me speaking. I think the Celtics could, in theory, beat the Warriors. I don't. I don't think want to they hear about would. on paper. In theory, I'm talking like when they get on the court. Yeah, on the court, I think they could. I mean, we could talk this matchup because Kyrie and Curry. I'm going to count as even because Kyrie normally. Bullies Curry, but then Curry will bully him back on offense. Yeah, they just kind of bully each other around. Um, Brown versus Clay. That's even. I, I, you know, that's probably even. But I'm gonna take Clay. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take Clay too. As much as I love Jalen Brown, I, I only because take I think no, they probably just lock each other up. So it's you know, they probably couldn't score on each other. Uh, Katie versus Hayward. 
I, I think we all know the answer. Yep. Yeah, Hayward. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> clearly. Uh, and then Draymond Green versus Tatum Green. Green for right now, yeah. And then Cousins versus Horford. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love Al Horford. So you either have an even matchup or a disadvantage at every single position. Yeah, there's no position that the Celtics outright beat the Warriors in. Maybe center up until they got Boogie, but now they have Boogie. Yeah. I don't know. I'd still have faith that the Celtics could at least make it competitive. They wouldn't go down in four games like the Cavs did. No, they'd probably be like six, five or six. I could, I, I would think six. Well, I mean, the playoffs, well, let's talk the Western playoffs, because we got our seeding. You don't have the Nuggets in yours, right. but I do in mine. And they're the, what did I say, six? Seven? No, the I Nuggets, seven, you had seven. Seven. So it's going to be Warriors and Spurs, and that's easily the Warriors. Oh no, Rockets, Rockets, Spurs, because the Warriors were, I had them too. So Rockets, Spurs, and then Warriors, Nuggets, um, Lakers, Blazers, um, and then four and five, uh, OKC versus uh, Utah, I had. All right, so. I mean, it doesn't even... We can debate this all we want. It doesn't matter. The Warriors are winning the NBA championship, and that's just the truth. Right, and that's that's just how it is. And that's just like... We can we can talk about seeding all we want, but... In the end of the day, just, it just does not matter. At the end of the day, the Warriors are it's win. irrelevant because the Warriors are really... I mean, I know I have them as a two-seed, but they were two-seed last year, too, and they didn't and they really have a problem. Kind of tore through everybody, with the exception Except of the, the Rockets. Rockets, but... It just doesn't. I don't think. I mean, the Rockets added Melo, but how, what does that really do? Like, you know, are we going like, to wind up with uh, retro Melo, or are we going to end up with a? Uh, no, we're not getting. We're never getting Knicks or Nuggets Melo back ever again. But I do feel like he'll improve this year. I feel I, like I hope so because you know Melo is one of those guys. He's in. He's going to be in a better system. Yeah, that's just the truth. You know, when you grow up watching guys like Melo, it's kind of it kind of sucks to see him fall off like he did last season. So, so I hope man. I hope he does a lot better this after, year. After after everything that had happened in New York with Melo, uh, I'm gonna say no comment. No comment. But but uh, he'll probably be better in Houston. I think he has chemistry with CP3, and he'll probably he'll probably start. I mean, they lost Ariza, so he'll probably get the starting job. I would say. I mean, we gonna start like. Mm, I don't think they have P.J. Tucker anymore, so they're not going to start him. Yeah, I guess Melo does get to start there, then. So it's going to be like CP3 Hard and Melo, uh, whoever, probably Ryan Anderson at the four, and then Capella. That's not bad. No, that's not awful. It's... No, but, you know, Ryan Anderson got to step it up, though, because he was doo-doo. And he, he was hurt for a lot of the year, but he's still doo-doo when he played. You don't want to be doo-doo, you know? Yeah, no, doo-doo is not... Doo-doo's not ideal. No. <laughs> oh, man. It sucks because the NBA is so great, and I love basketball, but it's just like we can we can talk about it as long as we want. The Warriors are still winning the championship. Yeah. It's kind of just like the still-beat argument, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like you, 
No matter how much of a dirtbag you are, if he's still beat, he's still beat. I mean, listen, in that argument, we get to I want to just say this. Anybody that wants to counter that argument, you can't because the more you counter that argument, the worse it makes you look. Because you could say whatever you want about that dude, he still beat. There you go. All right. I think uh, we can move into the uh, the, the ending part the of this. Uh, of the first episode of this legendary, hopefully, podcast. All right, so I think we'll start by talking uh, our final thoughts about MLB. Um, go Yankees. <laughs> please, please do good things. Socks and five all around. Socks and five. I mean, maybe against, like, I don't even know. I don't think I don't know. I, a playoff series between the Red Sox and Yankees is going the distance. Yeah, I think. It, but they would probably meet in the ALDS if because one yeah. of them's gonna be able, if the Red Sox get the best. It's, record uh, you know what sucks is the Indians are probably gonna be in the ALCS and they don't deserve it at all. But you know, it's, we're gonna we gonna skip that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so NFL final thoughts. I hate the helmet rule. I don't like that. Yeah, you go can. Off. All right. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit. I'm gonna try to see if I can find the helmet rule in full. Like the official, like the official rule, because like to. Just, I, I don't know it by heart yet because it's new. But. Yeah, it's new, and this is literally like the first instance I've really seen of it was tonight. So what the rule is is like you can't lower your helmet to initiate contact during a tackle. So you have to reform tackle. You have to reform. Well, all right. Here's the thing, because when I played high school football, how we were taught to tackle was keep your head out, head keep your head up. Head across the shoulders. Exactly. You wanna, you wanna um, head up, lead, lead with lead the chest your head shoulders. across the body at the midsection. That's where you go. Exactly. But here's the issue: How do you try you to keep? Do that. You can't. It, the NFL is a fast-paced game. So now you you have to lead higher with your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Which is, and that's, is you're either gonna miss or like kill him. So. So I, I, I mean, it, again, you said it. It's like putting a bandage on a bullet wound. It just doesn't. Yeah, it's like, it just doesn't. It's like, trying to, it's like trying to clean a broken window. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So uh, helmet rule. I like the idea. I like the NFL is doing something to protect listen, the players. I, listen, I love player just... safety. I like that they're worried about their players, but when you make rules like this, this ain't people it. Are just yeah, it ain't. It's just not the one. Yeah. It's just. All right. So, do you have any final thoughts about the NFL, whether it's helmet rule or um, AFC playoffs? Barkley, please do good. Um, I want Saquon to do good too, because he's on my um, team. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, listen. I'll I'll take the support. Um, we should have taken a quarterback, but I do like Saquon for the Giants group chat. Uh, listen. I've explained this on many occasions. I don't hate Saquon. I just wanted a quarterback, and that's I'm going to leave it at that for NFL. There you go. All right, and then uh, final thoughts about the NBA. I'll let you go um, first. Fuck the Marcus Cousins. <laughs> um, Second use of the fuck, echo. Fuck the Warriors. Uh, fuck the mid-level exception. Uh... Uh, Knicks 2019, uh, hashtag Jimmy Butler, NYK 2019, 
and uh, uh, Kyrie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm more okay. worried about Butler. I I don't think Kyrie's realistic, but I would love Jimmy Butler. Please come to the Knicks. Please, I I will pay you myself. Please come to the Knicks. Please. Yeah, we'll start putting the revenue from this into a, a Jimmy Butler. Yeah, fund. It, please get Jimmy Butler to New York and not Brooklyn. Please. Yeah, we'll, we'll set up a GoFundMe. All right, my final thoughts um, about the NBA. Go Celtics. Um, Celtics in six against anybody but the Warriors. Um, Kyrie, I will give you my college tuition if you stay in Boston. That, that's definitely not enough. Not at all. Not even close. No. All right. How about Kyrie? If you come to the... I have a pair of Kyries. I will sign those Kyries and send them to you if you become a Nick. <laughs> I'm sure that means so much. Yeah, I, man. You, Please. Dude, you just got Kyrie to the Knicks. Oh, my God. If he actually comes to the Knicks, I'm referencing this podcast every single day. Yeah, um, it's going to be hell for me. <laughs> every right. single... Every time it's brought up. Every time it's brought up. All right, well, that's going to do it for our first ever podcast of I'm Walking Here. My name is Ian Cusick. You can follow me on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That's spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. My co-host, Bryce, you can follow him on Twitter at itsbriz, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. We will see you all next Saturday. Thank you for stopping by, and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in if you stayed this long. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much.